This is the AdLib Music Podcast. Have you been looking for someone to walk alongside you in your worship leadership journey? We love worship leaders. AdLib Music is an organization of worship coaches that is deeply committed to eradicate isolation and burnout so that you bear much fruit. Part of our mission is to give you resources, and this is the worship fertilizer from AdLib Music. Imagine calling yourself a chef. I mean, you have libraries of cookbooks that you've actually read. You watch every show on Food Network and have even met some of the stars. You can even guess at the beginning of the show who's going to get chopped. You grocery shop and fill your pantries with supplies. You just love the smell of food cooking. But you have never experienced the moment when the whisk in your tired arm actually begins to make the egg whites form peaks. And worse, you've never fed anyone with the food that you've dreamt about, but have never made. Now, that's, that's silly, right? But our imaginary friend has completely missed the core of being a cook. So just follow me for a moment. What's the core of being a worship leader? Is it Good musicianship? Is it pastoring your team? Is it discipling the congregation in worship? Is it serving your pastor? Is it leading great songs? Is it being able to flow with the Spirit? Is it being organized and running efficient yet fun rehearsals? Is it having great congregational engagement? Is it creating inspiring stage designs? Is it in being prayed up to lead worship? Well, that's 10 nopes for me. Nope, 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 nope. Those are good and great even, but they're not the core, not even close. So what is the core? Well, the core grows every day, day after day. The core learns the language and the ways of God. The core is shaped by the words of God. The core is quiet. What is the core of being a great worship leader? It's your life with God. It's your life with God. That is the core. Or as Dan Wilt says it, the secret is the secret place. Isn't that good? The core is long roads traveled with God in close fellowship, developing intimacy, trust, and just being loved by him. That's the only thing that will give us true authority when we lead worship. The only thing. And why do so many of us miss the core? I mean, is it insecurity? Is it that pastors feel the pressure to have someone do the music each Sunday and so any Christian musician will do? Is it the commercialization that has converted the lifestyle of worship into a style, a mere genre of worship? Is it that not enough of us are just saying it and telling us about it? Is it that we forgot? Is it that nobody ever mentored us? Look, I don't know. I suppose we each have our reasons. But dear friends, what I want more than anything for you is that you spend this whole year in merry mode. 
that you prioritize strengthening your friendship with God simply by the amount of time and energy that you sit at his feet and listen to his voice, that you quote-unquote waste copious amounts of time just singing to Jesus. I mean, read it in Luke 10, 38 to 42 and ask God how it applies to your habits. And I'm just gonna read that for you. It says this, now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. She went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but only one is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken from her. So when you play your instrument in that place, I want you to do it with no intention for presentation. And that's something that Dan Wilt said um, in the video that was the inspiration for this fertilizer. And there's a link to it in the show notes. I think back to the hours I'd spend in college and practice rooms. I wasn't doing my schoolwork usually. I was building intimacy with God. And you know, as I learned to play piano, I learned to love God in song. As I'd prioritize the eight minutes between classes to just sing him one more song out of my Integrity's Hosanna songbook, I built the highway to Zion in my heart. I long for our worship teams to be filled with those burning hearts who are spending their lifetimes building their lives with God, growing in intimacy, and prioritizing time in His presence, time in His presence, for no other reason than Him. This is what makes a worship leader truly effective. Maybe you're asking yourself, is having a worship coach realistic for me? Well, working with an ad-lib coach is a super simple four-step process. Number one, schedule a free 30-minute coaching call by going to adlibmusic.com slash contact. Number two, create a coaching plan with your coach's help. Number three, agree to the plan and get started. Number four, breathe, thrive, grow and smile. It sounds simple and relational, doesn't it? Well, that's because it is. There are great video courses and conferences that we love, but we take a much more relational approach. That's why we start with a phone call, because it allows us to get to know you and help create a customized coaching plan that fits your needs and budget. So go to adlibmusic.com contact and set up your free 30-minute coaching session today. Thanks for sticking around. I, I hope this is encouraging. You know, in my journeys as a worship leader, and more more so as a worship coach, uh, getting to meet lots of different worship leaders. Um, as you, if you hear if you hear background noise, it's because I'm on I'm on the street. 
Um, I kind of wanted to be like, this is where the rubber meets the road. And so the sounds that you might hear are cars driving by. Um, hopefully it's not distracting. Anyway, so, you know, I've, I've met so many different leaders and, you know, you meet some people and you, and you say, man, how do they get to this point? You know, like lots of us have been leading for a number of years, but the question is like, you know, what was the journey to get you here? You know, was it was it going to school for music and learning that, and then, you know, getting a job at a church? Um, that's that's a lot of people go that route. Was it you know, hey, I just I grew up in church. I learned to play guitar in high school, and somebody asked me to get involved in youth group, and one thing led to another, and you know, I started playing, I started leading, and then I was leading in church. Yada yada yada. And I, here I am. Um, I remember one worship leader said, "Well, you know, I I didn't necessarily feel called to do it, but um, they they asked me to." To lead, and so I, I thought I'd give it a shot. It doesn't really matter to me how you got to where you are, where you're actually leading worship week in and week out. But it is interesting to me to think about what shaped each of us and what that shaping has has done, what the gifts it's given us, and then too, like what shortcomings it's given us. You know, because if you if you are from uh, the the performance and production world where you know you're going to school like I went to school to get a music degree it was because I wanted to learn how to do it well so I could teach musicians in church um, that was my motivation for doing that uh, but but you learn the, the the exactness and the professionalness of an approach to music that's a certain way um, if you're in a certain kind of church that values production you know that, that shapes you and you learn about that and that brings value to who you are as a worship leader. Um, but there's, there is, um, I, I have seen, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna guess, I would say a third to a half of the worship leaders that I've met in my, in my journey as a coach and just kind of being in the worship circle for 30 years um, has a third to a half of those leaders feel like they don't get they, they're, there's something veneer about them there's something that are, they're missing like the the core of it it's almost like we speak a different heart language uh, and I think man how is how in the world do you do what you do I know you love God I see it in your face or I know it by your life you're a good person you know you follow Jesus but something in the understanding lacks this core foundational thing that says, man, you know, my highest joy and the thing that I dedicate time to actually outside of preparing for worship, outside of, you know, planning and leading worship is I just love to sit and sing to God. I love to, to create music and, and to sing songs and to pray and to be devoted in that way where it's not because I'm doing anything else later for people. That has, that has literally nothing to do with it. And it's almost like it, it doesn't count towards building this, this life with God if it does. And I, that's, I don't want to be too black and white. And I'm, this is not a legalism thing. I'm just, this is, I want to call this something that's deeper, that's, that's, that's more founded in the core of who I believe that we are as worship leaders. Um, but I'm, I, I think it'd be an interesting exercise for each of us to um, write out my journey as a worship leader. This is how I got here. 
Uh, and then as you as you chronicle that that path, you know, so and so asked you to play guitar, and so you joined, and that got you into the worship circle, and then and then here you you know you you found yourself 15 years later as a worship leader. Um, what were the steps in there? What was the training that you received? What were the 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 things that speak people encouraged you with? What what do they say to you that got you to where you are now? Because this is really, you know, this is this is really what has shaped you, not like this like idealized version of yourself. This is really what has shaped you. Um, and and after you have that, you know, you've chronicled that. Then what is it that that if can you see the the joy and the gifts that have come your way because of that path? And can you see the shortcomings? And the things where you could grow in because of that path. Like, for instance, this is probably the wrong example, but just what comes to mind. Like, let's say you grow, grow up without a dad and it made you this resilient, responsible person. That's a gift. Like, that's a good thing to be resilient, to be responsible. But what did you miss? Because you didn't have somebody to nurture you with. You know, maybe, maybe you have... You're not as teachable as you could be because you're not used to people teaching. You're used to like pulling up your own bootstraps, figuring it out yourself, and making it happen. And again, that's that's a an imperfect example, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Your pathway, the way that you got somewhere, affects your experience of of that place. And so, what is the gift? And celebrate that, and thank the Lord for that. And what is the what is the deficiency? What can you grow in? What can you find some other leader that is that is stronger than that than you have been and go there with them? So that's my my thought, my challenge for you today as we are on the journey together of of really is is I uh, the psalm says, uh, blessed are those in whose hearts are the highways designed. there's just there's just this deep relational pathway that we have to be with God in worship in front of nobody except for him. Music for this episode is brought to you by The Light, The Heat. Check them out on iTunes. Thanks so much for joining us for today's podcast. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and include one takeaway from this episode when you leave a review on iTunes. And if you send us a question to podcast at adlibmusic.com, we'll be sure to answer it in an upcoming episode. To find out how to grow personally, go to adlibmusic.com slash contact and schedule a free 30-minute coaching session today. You've got what it takes to lead like a champion. The Lord bless, protect, sustain, and guard you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you with favor and surround you with loving kindness. May the Lord lift up His face upon you with divine approval and give you a peaceful heart and life.